outside Outside the nine to five Make the cloud rise How the money just multiply On the outside Outside the nine to five Long as I strive Success finna multiply On the outside Let's hope we still remember how to do this, bro. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been, been quite some time. I couldn't imagine. When did we text each other about trying to do last Sunday? Is it on Monday or something? Or is that Tuesday? Yeah, on Monday. And I was that was hilarious, dude. I was beyond myself mentally. And yeah. you were like, dude, I can't do it. I was like, thank God or something. I think I just said I love you. And that was like the end of the, the text thread. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. You texted me back and you were like, that's so uh, you're you you said something along the lines of I'm dying laughing right now because I am just so stretched. Yeah. Like, yeah let's let's just do let's let's shoot for Sunday. Sundays, we just have more headspace, bro. I think that's – it's nice to reflect on these podcasts, though. I mean, it's like Sunday mornings are a little tame. Like, if there's one time in my life that feels tame, it's Sunday mornings. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. I 100% agree with that. But during the week, I mean, after the hours of 5 to 6 o'clock, I'm basically useless as a human. I feel like both of our jobs are very emotionally demanding. And require a lot of focus and attention. And at the by the time it hits five, six o'clock, it's you're just kind of almost fried on all fronts. So yeah, uh, no, I totally hear you on that, um, dude. You're selling a house, big deal. You're pulling a big lever here. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. I think it's a good move for Alex and I. I'm not. Uh, it's not my house, so Alex. Alex is selling the house, technically speaking. Names on not on the mortgage. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. but you guys are getting married. You guys <laughs> yeah, are getting true. married. It's a true. team. It's a team decision. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, dude, I don't know. The top again, this could go any which way here. I don't know how formalized we're gonna be, but one of the things I've started to realize, and I just shared this with you, is how much of success for me in the last year and a half has just come down to time and consistency pursuing an endeavor. The one that recently like really sticks with me is financials and getting better at CrossFit. It's so funny. Like you do the same things month in, month out, day in, day out. And they get easier, bro. They get easier because you're doing the same tasks and activities every day. And then after a certain point, you just achieve, not achieve your goal, but the goal is to start coming very, very easily. And it's so different than, and I was explaining this to my therapist the other day. It's very interesting where it feels like for me, I'm less so changing my goals or objectives like every year. It's like every three or five years, they change a little bit. It, it's um, how would I word it? I'm just feeling stable in an identity of pursuing these endeavors, whether it's work, finances, CrossFit. Like it's very different than you and I a year ago doing a new job, me moving to a new city or like doing an Ironman. It's like life feels a little bit stable in the pursuit of goals that are longer term. What do you, what do you think is helping you give, get that perspective? Cause previously that wasn't the case. I'm very interested. I feel like I've hit a point where I'm really happy with who I am. <laughs> it sounds so simple, but everything. Well, that's, I'm not, that's not simple at all. I don't know if a lot of people get there in life. So and this is what I said to her. I feel like I'm doing a lot of things that just genuinely make me happy. And it sounds interesting. I'm saying no to a lot more things 
in this place of happiness. And again, working towards these goals consistently over time, like CrossFit's for me, my jobs for me, finances are for me. Like I'm saying no to a lot of things that distract from those pursuits that genuinely make me happy. What are, what are the things you're saying no to that you would have previously said yes to because you were doing it maybe for somebody else, but you know, deep down, like you didn't want to do it. I'll give you one that's very tangible in this, this quarter of my life. Every year for the last four years, I went on a ski trip. That was, yeah. oh yeah. 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 I was actually curious if you were going to go on that. So, so I said no to that this year. Why, why did Colin say no to that? I love my friends that I would do it with, but candidly, like that wasn't a wheelhouse activity for, for me in this phase of my life. When I say wheelhouse activity, I was lacking sleep. I like didn't eat the way I wanted to. Um, I traveled, I got distracted from work and arguably the most important quarter of the year. Like none of those things were innately, like if I think, okay, what is, what actually moves me forward and what actually makes me happy? Those moments, that moment didn't really make me that happy, dude. Like candidly, I love seeing my friends, but honestly, what makes me more happy is saying no to an activity that looks glamorous, right? Going to Denver and Brack and skiing. It's like, it's cool, but like, it wasn't ultimately what brought me happiness. So yeah. that's one specific example. Right. So something where, you know, you're going to have fun, but deep down you would, you, it would probably benefit you more and you might even have more fun just like laying low and hanging out and recharging. And also from a financial perspective, you're you know, you, you have, that's a higher priority in your life at the current moment which isn't a bad thing, right? Yeah, man. And, and I think a lot of those things, it's very interesting when we talk about pursuit of goals that genuinely make me happy because I feel like that's maybe what we're talking about for me at least is like, it's very easy to say yes to a lot of those things. Like they look they look appealing. But if you are saying, okay, who am I doing this for is a question I found myself asking a lot. Who am I having that conversation for? Who am I setting up this meeting for? Who am I going on this vacation for nine times. Like there's a lot of things over the last three years I found that haven't been really for me, bro, that haven't really been for me. And I've start, I've stopped saying yes to a lot of those things that haven't been genuinely what made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's big. I know that was one of our Alex and I's big goals this year is to say no more, just to give you an update. It has not been going well. Uh, <laughs> what do you, I, I don't, I haven't heard what you've been saying yes to that you've regretted. Well, it's, it's less so the big things. It's more so the small things, right? So I'll just say like, if someone brings something up or invites me to do something or has an idea, like I'll say yes and think about it later. And then you know, when I have to go do the activity, I, you know, right before it, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I, why am I doing this? Mm. Um, and that's happened quite a few times over the past month or two, as we've had so much on our plate, uh, obviously we're selling a house. So we've been doing all that stuff for that. I've still, my Achilles is still not fully back in full form, which I has, I would say has affected me less physically, more so mentally, just because the biggest stress reliever I have in my life is working out. Yeah. And I haven't really been able to do that to the capacity that I've wanted to. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, saying yes to all of those things has just put me, I think it's been good because I think we got to a point where we were both looking at, we both looked at each other and we're like, what are we doing? 
we're completely failing at this goal. We're we're doing things that we know that we're doing for the other people. And nine times out of ten, we're not we're not enjoying the actual activity. So yeah, yeah. I mean it's it it's very it's very funny how you're you're almost having the opposite effect where I'm we're like kind of struggling with with the actual yes and no aspect. And it's I think you're- because we're we're both like I think Alex and I both almost lean a little bit more towards people pleasing versus just focusing on ourselves. So we almost have this like feeding off of each other thing where we're just next thing we know we have like all of our weekends booked for the next three weeks. And it's like, what are we doing? That's sound I dude. I think yeah, what I would say is it's harder for you. You're around a lot more people, right? Like for me, yeah. I'm pretty much on purpose on an like on an island a little bit. Like yeah. candidly, that's how um that's how my weekends feel, man. Like it's very islandy. You know, I don't see a lot of people. I don't talk to a lot of people. And I've started to realize I'm a little bit more introverted than I thought, bro. I'm a little bit more introverted than I thought. Like, yes, our job and occupy, but like for me to recharge, I can't be, I can't be extroverted and going out doing things. Um, and I've kind of almost, I was going to say, how do you systematize giving yourself more free time? That's kind of how I've done it. Right. Like I'm not around a lot of people that want to do things with me on the week. Like I'm not around all my friends and family from, from forever ago. Yeah. Right? Like, people have less access. Correct. Yeah. So my thought to you is how do you systematize literally just blocking out a Saturday to say, Hey, we're saying like, just literally all your calendar be like, no, just like put no on your Saturday afternoon. Or <laughs> like, that's honestly what I would do, bro. Or, or like literally mo- drive to Philadelphia, like do a day in the park, give yourself yeah. a reason to have to say no to things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause for me, it's, if someone asks me to do it, do something, and I don't have anything there. I immediately feel as though I can't say no, because I don't, I don't necessarily have an excuse to say no. Like I'm not doing anything else. So I feel bad Bro. saying no, because deep down, I know, I know I don't have anything. So, but maybe one way to get around that is just start blocking off weekends of like, now Alex and I are doing something that day and already having that on on the schedule so so i have i actually have something there something planned even though it doesn't need to be something planned it can just be an a a day that you have that is an unplanned day and that's that's the plan it's been the best thing (laughs) inception plan that's the best thing i've ever done i i do i give myself no obligations really on a saturday or sunday like no obligations i don't have any plans ever like really ever like it sounds crazy but really very rarely do i have a plan on a saturday sunday i want to do things that i genuinely just want to do and that looks differently every weekend but i did want to say one thing god damn oh i wonder if what you just said it's an interesting topic do you think you having to give a reason is more for you or for the other person hey i can't do this is that more for the other people that you or is that more for you? You're justifying it for yourself. So, yeah, it's it's the. I would say for me, it's the confrontation. Right. So in certain situations, certain situations, not all. I know there's going to be a confrontation if I say no. 
That's what I was just going to say. Cause if you told me, Hey dude, I can't do the podcast. You wouldn't even need. I know. I know there's not like, that's why I can say, I don't have any problem saying no to you specifically because I know you're not going to think that like, you're not going to think I have some other agenda or you're going to not, you're not going to give me pushback. And if you did give me pushback, it wouldn't be in a present in a way that is completely negative. So I don't have a problem saying no to you, but there are other situations where if I say no, I know it's going to be a battle. And for me, it's like, do I want to deal with the battle or do I just want to say yes and not have to deal with it? I think I would choose the goddamn battle, bro. I think I would, I think I I would choose the battle. (laughs) It's gotten, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I have to, there was, like a week or two ago, it was like that situation. And I was so stretched. Like it was unreal how much I had going on like with just everything that I just said previously. And I knew mentally I needed space, like, like Saturday and Sunday needed to be like, yeah, laid back decompressed day. And I had to go for the battle route and it sucked, right? It sucks because I am, I'm a person where I avoid confrontation, right? I hate that. I saw it so much growing up between my parents and not, not necessarily healthy confrontation. So whenever there's confrontation, I feel like it's going to drift to that unhealthy. So I avoid it. And especially because when it does, I, I really, I always leave those conversations feeling horrible. So I don't know, but I, it's gotten to the point where I have to, I have to do it. So, yeah, um, I wonder, I wonder if it takes a breaking point. I I wonder if it takes resentment towards a person. Like, I'm not really sure what it takes, man. Like I know for me personally, something I, I thought about a lot is, When I overstretch myself, I feel the people that like start pulling on that, like, uh, they're, 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 they're forcing me to an extent, right. They're forcing me to extend to do something to go to event. Like I almost start to feel resentment for those people. And that's like really not their fault. It's mine, bro. It's my fault. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've realized that as well, because I all go do all those things and then I'll turn around and I'll expect people to think, do the same and they don't for me, for me and that's not the case so <laughs> it just ends up being this one way street yeah and it's not help it's not healthy and it only it only hurts myself and alex um it doesn't affect anybody else so saying no i think i mean i, I don't know what it's a it's one of the hardest things to do especially like i think you hit on something super important there it's it's really location determinant because i was thinking this the other day it's if i was not close this wouldn't even be a conversation (laughs) right if i was in it wouldn't even be a problem right (laughs) but it's because i'm close that it it, it's an issue uh, because there's an expectation there uh which is uh you kind of have to work against it because if you've been doing this if you've been saying yes all the time you're setting the expectation you're always going to say yes 
So I think you should just start practicing saying no once a week. Like, and I hope when you say no, I hope it's in the smallest moment, but you feel fucking terrible about it. So you can just practice that muscle of saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Alex and I, like I said, the other, the other week, we looked at each other and we were like, this, we got to stop. Dude, you <laughs> like, should. We're, we're, yeah, we're yes addicts. <laughs> bro, you should, bro. I'm literally not kidding. I think this is the best thing I've ever done for my mental health in the last year. You should be able to just like binge watch the F1 because you want to, bro. You shouldn't yeah. have to tell anyone no to going to a party, like or say no, but then that be your plan, bro. Like it's the best feeling in the world. Dude, it's the best feeling in the world, bro. It's the giving yourself permission to do shit like that. It's <laughs> bro. I'm literally laughing because it's so true how happy it's made me just to like say no to something like that, to literally do nothing while watch the last of us for like three hours. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I don't um, know. Did Buffett oh, say that? No is the hardest thing to say. No is harder than yes. I don't know. Probably it was probably no is definitely harder, harder than yes. And I think I, I would say most people probably struggle because of some of the things we just we just talked about. So one solution, move across the country. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that's just far enough away. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that's come up just like in random conversations. I'm like, huh, wonder how much moving to Houston was that? Like moving away from that. Like and I it do comes think up- that could that could be a solution for a lot of people's issues of yeah. If they if they want to, you know, get a fresh start or, you know, they want to be a different person. I don't see why changing your location can't be part of that. I think it's just a, it's freedom, bro. It's free. It's like, it's being able to maybe 80% of who you were was the same in the location you came from to now where you moved. But that last 20%, that was super, there was a lot of friction to change that last 20% that you wanted. Being in a completely new city just removes any friction of that right? Mine is like going out or drinking like that 20% was so goddamn hard for me to move in Philadelphia, just what we had going on, like in Houston, it's way easier. Um, yeah, because everyone there doesn't have any expectations for you. zero expectation, bro. Zero. Yeah. Um, going back to I wanted to touch back on the finance uh, piece. Sure. That you mentioned in the beginning, because I feel like that's a really hard battle for a lot of people. What uh, paying uh, of doing what you said, being disciplined with their finances and paying off debt. Yep. You just paid off your last student loan. So yep. shout out to Colton. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What, what do you think? It. What is what has been the the biggest contributing factor to being able to be financially disciplined on that? Because a lot of people have these plans, they get a month in and then they revert back to their old habits. Yeah. Um, I just scared myself into it and it's going to sound funny, but I literally envisioned myself getting fired from my job. Like I had no idea if that would ever actually happen, but I thought, Oh my God, bro. If I got fired from my job tomorrow, I would be so screwed. Like $12,000 in credit card debt, $8,000 in student loan debt. Like I'd be, dude, I'd be in a really, really, really bad spot. And so it went back to the feeling for me, like, dude, I want to be free, man. Like I want as much mental headspace as I can possibly fathom. 
because there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of things we want to pursue. And like the last thing I need is financial goals or finances feeling like it's holding me back. It's negating me from feeling that way. And what did I just tell you on the podcast? I said, dude, it is so crazy having literally the only money that goes out of my bank account on a systematized basis that I don't like forcefully spend is my rent. That's it. Like, and that's so free. So for me, going back to the question you asked, I was chasing a feeling of being financially free. Like I, I, I knew what that meant because if I got fired and I had all this stuff I had to pay for, like I'd be in a really, 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 really bad spot. So I didn't. So I ran from that feeling is basically what I did. Um, and I like, yeah, that feel that feeling of negativity was so big that eventually just moved the boulder for me to right. like pursue that identity. How did you keep that top of mind? Because I, I, I understand initially that can that can be the impetus, right? Yeah, to start down that path. But how do you keep that top of mind? How did you stay on the path? Same thing as weight loss, right? So for someone losing weight, what do they typically do every day? They weigh themselves. First thing I do in the morning is check my bank account. Like it, be it as it may, like that's what I do every morning. I check my household balance sheet. And eventually that household balance sheet is now positive, whereas negative 18 grand last year. So for me, every day checking that is like checking your weight and seeing what sort of progress you're making. You know, it's funny. I feel like a lot of people avoid that, that check-in. Uh, the financial check-in or the weight? Both. Check-in? Both. It's like for weight, I don't want to check. I don't want to step on the scale because I'm not, I'm probably not going to be happy with the numbers that I see, or I'm not going to look at my bank account because I know it's not where I want it to be. Yep. I'm not going to add all that stuff up because I don't want to really know how bad things are. You know yeah. what I mean? So oh, I, for sure. I, I do think that's an interesting, just small thing to do. Where did you hear about that? Was that just your idea of, hey, I'm just going to, just like anything else, I'm checking in in the morning? Dave Ramsey. Okay. Uh, DR. (laughs) I wouldn't, I would take his investment expertise ever, but like (laughs) his personal financial expertise is good, bro. Um, I forget the name of the book. It's up there. It's one of his most popular, but all of his financial topics, literally he, he made analogous to fitness and guess what Colton got pretty good at over four years, five years doing fitness things, fitness. And when he put it in the context of what you had to do financially being very similar to what you have to do from a fitness perspective. Tell you what, it, it, it unlocked a lot for me, man. It made a whole hell of a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I just kind of execute on what I knew from a fitness standpoint into what I do financially. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like his, personal financial advice definitely works for most people. Yep. Is it the most optimal? You know, we could argue about that all day long, but I mean, you look at keto or you look at, you know, a carnivore diet, both very different things. As long as you stick to it, you're going to get to the the result at the end of the day for the most part. So what I love, but dude, I think it's just the, the, the idea of trying something, man. Like, yeah. you know, you're not like, I knew I was not happy in $12,000 of debt or there was literally 20 grand, right? Like I knew I wasn't happy. Okay. So like, let's read a single book. Let's read something about how you change your identity. You know, you're not happy where you're at. Like Dave Ramsey was one of like the three or four books I read and that one landed for me. Yeah. 
Love it. Love it. So, so you're going to say no to one thing this week. Can you text me when you do it? I want to know what you said no to. I, I hope it's something hilarious where like you're pissed at yourself for saying no. And I I'll text you and be like, dude, that's, there's no way you should have done that in the first place. I'm going to think, what is it? What would it be? I don't know. I don't even know what you would say yes to this week. Do you have something Everything. in mind? Everything. <laughs> Things just come up, you know? An, an interesting, uh, I don't know, this just popped into my head on the, the whole yes versus no thing. When you say yes to something else, you're saying no to something else too. You know, like you're saying, if you say yes to someone else, you're probably saying no to yourself. Like I, I, that just. Oh, you know what? That's actually really, that's really insightful. I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was actually. Was that sarcasm, bro? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I was like, okay, my bad, bro. I'll stop. No. Yeah, that's super insightful, Colton sick <laughs> that's funny <laughs> no it's uh tom segura and ryan holiday they actually okay. did a podcast together interesting individuals to the chat very so, different very different but ryan holiday who's you know the guy who wrote he's written all these books on stoicism um he was saying how when you say yes to one thing you're saying you're saying no to somebody else so he was giving the example of you know, when he started getting all the success, it's great, but you start to get all these opportunities. And he said the hardest part is say, is what we're talking about, saying no. And so he got caught up saying yes to all these things. And what he didn't realize is, you know, he's saying technically saying no to the people he cares about the most, like his wife and his kid. And so he's like, my kid's at home saying, where's dad? And obviously he cares more about his child's opinion than whoever's opinion of of whatever uh whatever thing he's going to do so that's a that's probably another good perspective to take when you're trying to build up the muster to say no to something of thinking about by saying yes who are you also saying like what, yeah. what are you saying no to uh yep. down the road so yeah good perspective it's actually insightful i was not being sarcastic <laughs> I agree 100% with everything you said because all the busy people I know that are really, really in my close circle, you being one of them, some of my close friends from college being others. Every time I say no, I rarely ever give them a reason. And what do you know the response is? Hey, man, I know you're on your grind. I appreciate you. Love you. Like that is their response. I, dude, I swear to God, all five of the people I'm close yeah, with. It, it's funny because when you say no to the people that you actually care about you, they never give you the confrontation. Because they're doing the same shit, bro. They're yeah. doing the same shit. They have so much going on. They're like, dude, I totally empathize with where that person is mentally. No, like that kills that. It kills someone like us to say no to, but they know how important that is for whatever they're trying to achieve. Start saying no, Kev. Yeah, we'll see. I'll keep you updated. All right. We'll have to keep checking in on this because I suck at this. Okay, uh, well, can we end this? End yeah, this, and then we'll yeah. take it offline. Wind it, wind it.